is Deshadi. And it's Jay Stan. And welcome back to In Retrospect Podcast. We look beyond the surface to find understanding. Bring you laughs, knowledge, and culture. So sit back, relax, and join the combo. So today we have a very special guest with us. Um, when you guys want social media, especially TikTok, there are constantly videos about astrology, who's the most toxic, who's, <laughs> who's uh, well liked, all sorts of things. And so we decided to invite um, an astrologer onto the show because we felt like he would know much better than we would. What's up, y'all? Um, my name is Josh, or online, um, I go by JLife20. Uh, that's my TikTok and Instagram. My only TikTok and Instagram is JLife20. No periods, underscores, or anything, because I have a lot of fake pages out there. I noticed that. <laughs> yes. So um, I'm an astrologer, tarot reader, spiritualist, and just somebody that is here to just give off great energy in the universe. Amen. <laughs> Which is much needed, especially in this yes. climate. <laughs> um, Okay, so one of the biggest questions I had was how accurate is a person's sign, truly? Because a lot of times people say, well, you act like this or you act like that. But then in reality, a lot of us match up with certain qualities, regardless of what sign we fall under. It depends. Uh, this is why there's a thing called your big three, because you have your sun, moon and rising. So you may be a Taurus. Yes, you're born a Taurus. So you're going to take on certain Taurus qualities. But then yeah. I would hear people be like, you may be a Taurus sun, but your moon is an Aries. So some people feel like, oh, I feel more like an Aries. Or your rising may be in Sagittarius. Oh, I feel more like a Sag. So it really depends on, you're going to feel more like the other. You're either going to feel more like your sun, your rising, or your moon. To me, I think the moon is the most important because the moon represents our emotions and how we express ourselves emotionally. So we are we are all emotional human beings. So I feel like when we are angry, happy, sad, high, drunk, horny, we're expressing ourselves like our moon sign. Yeah. So it really depends on the person. You know, I'm a Pisces, but I have a Sagittarius moon. So sometimes I feel like when I am, you know, smoking my blunt and you know in my other zone oh that's fine, more like that's fine. yeah you know more than I feel like a Pisces or then sometimes when I'm around other people I feel like my Libra rising so where I'm more sociable I'm trying to be more kind I'm trying to be more relaxed so it really depends on the person and if you know your sun moon or rising I guess that makes sense because both Justin and I are Tauruses mm. but we act differently in certain ways so I know you that trying my, to say. <laughs> I, I mean, go I, ahead, do your thing. I want to see what so, you're about to go with this. Well, I'm saying I think my moon sign is a Pisces. Right. So I feel like I'm more emotional than the average Taurus, but mm -hmm. I feel like I can mask it in public because I am a Taurus, if that makes sense. Now, Lori, it goes deep because um mm -hmm. well to me we, we go in it. I think there's a <laughs> There's a difference between men and women when it pertains okay. to whatever zodiac sign. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Break I, I it down. I did a video like that um, two years ago or last year to where I said it also depends on what month you're born in as well. Because mm -hmm. a May Taurus may not like, act like an April Taurus. So, you know, I feel like it depends on what month you're born in. And then I feel like, because even with Capricorns, when I look at Capricorn men and women, the Capricorn women seem more serious to me. Like, I think of women like Michelle yeah. Obama or... I, um, 
I think Issa Rae is also like a Capricorn. But then when you look at the males, they seem a little more goofier and more out there. Um, I also, now, even <laughs> though y'all both are Taurus. Yeah. This is when it kind of goes deeper into the houses and your birth chart because I can't tell you that <laughs> I don't even know what that is yet right there's a thing in your birth chart called your houses it basically represents that uh certain areas in your life mm-hmm. so you may be a Taurus uh but you may have your Taurus son in the 12th house which is the Pisces household so you may feel more emotional whereas he may have his Taurus son in the third house which is the Gemini household so he may be more talkative so, more outgoing and more fun when people first meet y'all they're not meeting your Taurus son they're meeting your rising sign okay, so cool. if you have a leo rising but a Taurus son people are going to see you as more fun they're going to see you as more outgoing because leo is ruled by the sun and the sun shines oh, so you're going to be yeah. more outspoken and more fun and more vibrant people are going to love your energy whereas she may have a scorpio I'm a gemini rising. rising oh you're a gemini rising so you're more talkative you may be more sociable while he's more like okay i'm talking and sociable but i also like to and especially with you being a man you're going like to the ego you may more like to shine you may more like mm. to be a little more confident or show out you like to show <laughs> off a little you know like drake drake is a leo rising so you know they they come off with this keen type of energy like you know not like i'm better than anybody but they come off with like you know don't test me don't try me because you know that's that Leo rising energy. Um, but yeah, your rising sign really plays a part when it pertains to how you come off to people because that's what they're first meeting when they first see you. Right, right, right. I was gonna say, so to clarify, your rising sign is like the mask that people meet when they first are like meet you for the first time. But as mm-hmm. they dig deeper and get to know you like at the core of you is more like your moon, like your emotions. And yeah, let's, let's, re- like let's, let's rephrase that. Let's rephrase it. You said mask, okay? I still feel like it is you. Let's say an onion. Let's use an onion. It's a layer of you. Right. I like that. (laughs) You're definitely an onion. You got layers. (laughs) I like that. That's how it is. Like I like to explain it like when you're walking up to somebody's house, you're going to have a screen door. That screen door is your rising sign. That's that's how you're coming off to people when they first meet you, that screen door. You know, oh, this this screen door is big. This screen door is small. It's, it's strong. It's it's weak. You know, they, like they're, they're, that's how they kind of are viewing you. But then you open that screen door and then there go your son. That's your, your son right there, which is, you know, Taurus. But then the right. inside of the house is the moon. You know what I'm saying? That's how, that's the most important. And that's what's going to take up the biggest space because as they peel those onion layers back, they get to see more about who you are as an individual. So, you know, that's why even when there's a new moon or there's a full moon or anything happening in the sky with the planets, people say, look at your rising sign. Because your rising sign is basically who you are rising to be, basically. So you're rising to be like you, you're a Leo rising or she's a Gemini rising. So that's what you're constantly rising to be. So your rising sign plays an important part in your chart because that's how you're going to come off to people but that's also how you're going to come off and work out through life go through life i agree i do come off a little intense at times and i don't even really be trying to be intense (laughs) (laughs) that's how it is that's how it is and then your son is basically your ego you know your ego sometimes you know you're rising is who you're rising to be that's how you're going to come off but when it pertains to the ego then that's your son and then when it pertains to your emotions then that's that's when it goes into your moon do y'all know your moon signs uh, I'm a Pisces moon. 
Pisces moon, okay. I, I can't tell you. I just know when right. I was born, the specific time, all that. This is Virgo, right? It might be. I know I'm May 9th. I was born May 9th, 1995, at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. That's I, all Justin knows. I, <laughs> I think his is Virgo. I know it's like another Earth because he's not very <laughs> expressive but, of his emotions. <laughs> now, with you having a Pisces moon, yeah. I don't want to get too personal, but. Oh. <laughs> but, but no, go ahead. That's what we like. We need that. Go ahead, you do what you got to do. <laughs> it's a, it's a okay. safe space. <laughs> when it pertains to your mom, uh huh, with you having a Pisces moon, did you know your mom? Yeah. Was she in your life? Yeah. Did she have any type of addictions? No, um, but I will say that her and I am way more sensitive than she is. So my mama is a Leo and a Taurus moon. I believe. Mm. So, like, the way we handle our emotions are very different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was asking those questions because in astrology, your son represents the father and the moon represents your mom. So, mm. it basically how you view, it's basically, you know, whatever your sun sign is, is how you kind of view your father and whatever your moon sign is, is how you view your mother. Mm. So, in, in astrology, Pisces is all about creativity, arts, um, like you know things that deal with acting music uh but it also deals with addictions it deals with um isolation it deals with in and out behavior it deals with like being there when i feel like being there you know what i'm saying and then you know with your son in taurus <laughs> my dad in taurus as well okay with a pisces moon um and for instance i'm a pisces son like i said his son represents the father my dad he had addictions to certain drugs and stuff so it kind of you know whatever your sun sign is or your moon sign it can also represent the qualities of your parents as well I feel like mine is flopped so what you describe mm. when you're asked by my mom i feel like that's more my dad and my yeah. mom is probably more of like dependable things like that like she's more of a tourist <laughs> i hear that sometimes so i hear sometimes it's flopped too okay yeah. okay oh, Lord. <laughs> justin like my head is spinning and how no, did y'all really. that y'all both are Taurus? Oh, you said yours is five. So, Justin, how did you view your dad? Uh, my dad's uh, really intense. Not all the time, but he's pretty, you know, easy to talk to. My mother is extremely intense, or used to be. But, you know, the older you get, you know, the, the bark that that dog starts to wind down a little bit. But I definitely revere both of my parents. Did you have to, like, raise yourself? Nah. Was she critical? Yeah. <laughs> Like, <laughs> was she like yeah. on you a lot like you gotta get good grades or you know yeah all that say it again <laughs> so you may be a Vir she said you was a virgo moon so i'm trying to see which earth sign it could be but so yeah. when you told me she was like critical that's virgo energy so you definitely probably could be like a virgo moon yeah my mother would be like oh that's sloppy crumble the paper do it again yeah <laughs> yeah that's virgo energy <laughs> do it again i'm like excuse me <laughs> a working understanding of like some differences between the elements so like earth air water and fire like okay. i know the stereotypes water is emotional air is playful fires sassy oh <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. but that's like what what would you say is the overall difference between them i mean when you look at fire signs they're a little more um independent they're a little more outgoing and they're it's fire so when that flame is burning it's hot they don't 
care about who they hurt or what they say or what they do. They're going to go after what they want without feeling like they have to listen to anybody. Fire signs can be very much, the thing about it is a lot of people say water signs are emotional, but fire signs can be just as emotional as well. So it can be really crazy when you think about it. Um, that's fire sign energy for you. They're very much just like outgoing, but they're very spontaneous and fun. But when you have to, when it's time to kind of get them together and tame that fire, that's when issues start happening. Now they want to fight. Now they want to explode. Now they have temper tantrums. So fire signs, you have to learn how to work with them in a way because if you don't, they'll let their fire overflame and then it's just like, it's too much. But fire signs, I think are really cool. You know, um, I think with me having a fire moon, I definitely take on a lot of fire energy. I, you know, I always knew I reacted with my emotions in a temper tantrum type of way, but I never knew until I dove into astrology and I realized that, damn, I express my emotions as a fire sign. So sometimes you have to learn how to tame that fire in ways to work with your emotions. Now, water signs, water signs are very intuitive and they're sensitive, um, but they can be very manipulative as well. Especially if they have their moon in their in a in a somebody has their moon in a water sign because you know they know how to really manipulate somebody's emotions to get what they want. That's a water sign for you. Uh, water signs can be very caring, nurturing, taken care of. But every fire sign, every water sign, air sign, earth sign, they all flow a different way. So Scorpio is like that dark, murky water, but it's very intense water. Whereas that Cancer water is going to flow but it's like okay i'm flowing to protect you and then pisces water is just doing what the hell it want to do you know, chop you water. Water. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to do what the hell it want to do so it's just crazy when it pertains to that so air signs are very sociable and outgoing but i feel like the least emotional signs are the air and earth signs because they kind of just react with their emotions in a way to where it's just like, they're going to want to talk about it or they're going to want to take action to do something. Air signs are very sociable, fun, outgoing, curious, but those are some flirtatious people right there and they know how to get what they want as well. Um, that's Aries. No, I'm sorry. That's Libras, Aquarius, and Geminis. Now, yeah. one thing about them, you have to really know, you really have to tap and stay mental. You really have to tap into like... Yeah, you got to get in a... Go ahead, they yeah. like to be mentally <laughs> fucked more than physically. You know, if they're not mentally feeling you, they're not going to give you the time of day. That's just how air energy is. Hard time with Libras. <laughs> huh? I said I have a hard time with Libras. I say this I mean. because, speaking on what you said, so <laughs> I think that we tend to have very great conversations about, like, social issues, conspiracy theories, just randomness, right? But when it uh -huh. comes to them tapping into, like, their more vulnerable side nothing and i think that i guess as a pisces moon i need that emotional connection to feel connected to you they need to be stimulated up here i need both i i can't take one over the other so i i tend to run into a brick wall with libras because i just i can't do it yeah libras is all out of track i don't know what it is i don't even be trying <laughs> for real every time <laughs> <laughs> i'm still trying to figure it out too because um i have uh, i have a boyfriend and he has a sagittarius sun but a libra rising and a libra moon so he's like a lot of libra energy so 
and I'm I'm a fire mode. So he's he wants to talk and he want to communicate, and I just want to <laughs> I want to fight. I want to react. I want to explode. So it's like yeah, I have it's like it's it's hard sometimes. I realize to kind of get through to Libras. A lot of people think I mean Libras are cool, flirtatious, and understandable. But in astrology, there's a thing called sister signs. So where it's like the same sign, it's like the same pillow, but different sides. Their sister sign is Aries. So Libras can be very stuck up sometimes. They can be very much, you know, my way or the highway. And a lot of people don't see that side of Libras, which can be very hard. Because um, it's like, they're all about making sure that their scales is balanced. And if they feel like you're tipping their scales, they're out. And I know, lastly, with the Earth signs, with Taurus, Virgos, and Capricorns, those are the those are the ones that, you know, I, Taurus, Virgos, and Capricorns, I like earth signs. I do. Um, a lot of people think earth signs are boring. Some people mm. think earth signs are, earth signs really are like the parents of the Zodiac. You know, those are the ones that's going to want to build and take care of and make sure that your finances are good and make sure that you have things in order. It's like the earth signs are here to build. The fire signs are here to create and do the air signs are here to flow and then the water signs are here to feel and, you know, you know, give the emotions out. But I think earth signs are really cool. You just have to know which earth sign to really dive into. For me, I don't really connect well with Virgos. But throughout life, I've always connected well with Capricorns and Taurus people, especially my dad being a Taurus. So to me, Taurus people are laid back and chill. Just give them whatever their comfort foods are or whatever they want. They like you. They just chill. So, you know, I, th I think earth signs are cool. You just have to know which sign to give your energy to. Tenet said that he attracts Libras. <clears throat> and as he knows, I always attract Scorpios. Yeah. So my question was going to be, is there a reason for that? Like, is it because of our moon signs that we keep attracting the same people? Or not people, but, you know, element? <laughs> yeah. Um, if you dive into your birth chart, there's a planet called Venus. Venus basically represents love and the type of style, how we like to love. So usually whatever sign you have on your Venus usually could be the sign that you attract a lot. And you could also get along with a lot. Uh, either you get along with them or you don't get along with them, but that's also a sign that you can attract a lot. Another indication is your seventh house. In astrology, the seventh house represents relationships and marriage. So whatever sign you have on that house is what you can also attract as well. So I have Aries on my seventh house. So the first person I ever talked to or dated was an Aries. Hmm. Um, uh, my Venus is in Capricorn. I never talked to any. Oh, I never talked to any Capricorn, but I connect really well with Capricorns. Um, I was also say Chiron. My Chiron is in Scorpio, and I know for throughout my life I've always attracted Scorpios. So I, Chiron represents your wounded healer. So being the fact that I've always attracted Scorpios, even though I don't like them, I think they're supposed to be a specific reason, you know? So it's really, huh? I said, I understand. I understand. I have a love-hate relationship with them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I tried they three. Cool. Yeah. We cool. I don't know, Mike. You said Chiron? Yeah, Chiron. It's C-H-I-R-O-N. Chiron. It's oh, basically yeah. called your wounded healer. It's where your insecurities lie. So whatever <laughs> sign you have on your Chiron, if, even if you don't attract that partner, say if you have cancer on as your Chiron, 
when you get around other cancer people, you may feel either insecure, you may not like them, you may feel like they, you know, you would have bad energy around them because you're insecure. Like something about cancer energy is what you don't have. So it's like you have to have that in your life so you can understand yourself a little better. So I say what, some of the indications that you can look in your birth chart to see why you keep attracting the same sign is your Venus, your seventh house, your fifth house as well. Your, okay. fifth, house your fifth house represents partners and sexual partners. Um, and your eighth house, your eighth house represents intimacy. So look at whatever uh, elements and sign you have on your fifth, your seventh, your eighth, your Chiron and your Venus. Check your houses, everybody please check your houses. <laughs> but like you know what what would you say to the person who is adamant that this stuff doesn't do mean nothing it doesn't define me uh y'all talk about this that and the third in these houses that's not who i am what would you say to that person nothing i just block them <laughs> i don't have time for that i don't because it's like i don't have time for ignorant people it's just like okay like I get it. You probably think everything is cliche or whatever, but dive into it. Try to at least understand it. Go talk to an astrologer. Go look up certain things about your birth chart and certain things will align and certain things will add up. And then sometimes even in your birth chart, there may be an astrologer that may say something and you may not understand it there or may feel like that may not happen to you. And that's just because you didn't, you're not at that stage yet to see it. So, it, you know, with astrology is a never ending learning cycle you're going to always continue to keep learning and growing and processing so it's just like if you're not willing to dive into knowing who you are figuring out you know why you act the way you act why you speak the way you speak then it's just like what's the point of even trying to communicate with that person just move on just block them, let them go i don't know so he's smart though he's smart he's smart i was about to say to add to that i don't know if this is true or not but i've heard through the grapevine that people who are like in the top one percent um, financially, they go to astrologers to see when's the best time to go into certain stocks to like invest in certain things. I heard oh, that that's a real. thing. Yeah, no, yeah, that's I a real thing. No, I, I, I can confirm that's a real thing. Okay, like for real, they are really in tune with everything. And the main thing is that uh, that really hurts a lot of folks is is that they always the notion is is that they don't have the money, so they feel as if though they can't have access to a lot of the things that are out there which is true to a certain extent, but then you don't look into your community possibly where somebody may be offering that said service for an affordable rate. And who knows, if you were to reach out to said person, they may be able to help you. But folks don't do that because folks don't like talking to people. Folks don't trust people nowadays. It's become a very transactional world. But I will say this because I forgot what podcast I was watching, but they, uh, the fellow made a great point. He said, matter of fact, it was Ghost. He was on the Pivot podcast, Amar, uh, Oh, I can't remember his name. I don't want to tear it up. But Ghost, I call him Ghost. Anywho, he said that a lot of people don't realize that folks with money, they, they deal with their problems by going to a therapist, laying down, paying that therapist to help them work through their problems. Somebody that doesn't have money to pay for that stuff or doesn't have access to that, they got to figure it out. Right. So when people get this money, they, they consult folks. They reach into any and every corner for any type of edge that they can find. It's questions that needs to be answered. <laughs> I, notice, I notice a lot and when it pertains to stuff like this a lot of men are not into this i get a lot of females and a lot of women that's are that are into you know astrology spirituality which is dope but i love when i see uh, a male follow me or book a service with me because 
it's like those be the main ones closed off from and i'm like why are men so closed off to i guess just the, the spiritual world i don't know i don't know if they just think everything is fake you know and especially with um these billionaires and stuff they definitely have astrologers they definitely have people that they go to because in astrology there's a thing called transits and in, with transits you basically look at your transit to see when you should do something so for instance if you have the second house represents finances it represents money jupiter is a planet of good luck and good fortune so if you have jupiter currently transiting in your second house that would be a great time for you to go invest in something or go play the lotto or go go take a risk and go gamble something it's all about yeah. what's going on in the yeah. sky i'll get you some money right <laughs> i know um SZA, the artist SZA, she has an astrologer oh, yeah. on twitter um and i don't know if y'all know that song called i hate you that she released yeah. um she <laughs> released that during the full moon it was a full moon and she has an astrologer which is a well-known girl on twitter and um she told she went to the astrologist she was like when should i release this and she said release it under the full moon because the, the full moon is all about releasing so when she released it that became one of her most popular songs right 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 and i wanted to touch on the question that you asked earlier okay. when you said you were trying to understand as far as men not being open to you know astrology and a bunch of other things when it comes to like the spiritual world in a sense it's because that men from birth are raised to like, oh, you hurt, suck it up. Something wrong, everybody got problems. And then yeah. from there, it just creates a whole chain of numbness until you run into the right people. Or if you got parents, like my parents were aware of like, yeah, like express your feelings, you know, if you feel how you feel, but definitely don't keep it pinned up because nothing good comes from it. Now, everybody doesn't have people in their lives to help them navigate their emotions or how to go about it. People don't realize like when kids go to school, they're gone for most of the day and then their parents will get them besides summertime sometimes. But when they go into these environments, somebody will fall and they'll be like, oh, you you this, that, and the third because you didn't you know, do what you need to do. Because say for instance, you fall down, you start crying. Why are you crying? I fell down. You shouldn't cry. Oh, you failed that test? You feel sad about that? Man, you shouldn't be feeling nothing. I failed that test. It's like, what? But that's, no, a whole that other, said, that's a whole nother conversation. That's a whole nother conversation. That's yeah, not even, it is. That's just, oof, men have a lot of shame too. Because it's like, <laughs> it's not even that. It's like, some men are really, a, a lot of heterosexual men are afraid to express their emotions. And it's just like, what is going on? It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to dive into something without you thinking it's feminine. But we're going to play a game now. Call okay. name that song. Name that sign I'll give you a statement and then you'll tell us or you'll tell the audience which zodiac sign best matches that statement so who's most likely to get a divorce less than a week into their marriage that would be a libra okay you did say they're indecisive okay <laughs> all righty who would be most likely to get away with murder that would be a Virgo, <laughs> or, or Capricorn, what you said about the marriage one, Libras are very indecisive, and sometimes they don't know what they want, they're very flaky, in and out, Yeah. Um, I would say another sign as well would be Scorpio for that one, because Scorpios are just like, Lord, I don't know who would want to marry a Scorpio, but uh, the, the other one, when it pertains to getting away, Virgos are very um, observant, they pay attention to details, they make sure that they have all their 
all their shit together before they do something. And I will say the same for Capricorns. They're very smart. They're more logical and they, they um, make sure they have things planned out before they take action. So yes. Who's most likely to be El Chapo's right-hand man? <laughs> Your eyes. A Scorpio. Their Scorpios are very loyal to the people that they trust and love. And love. Okay. Yes. Regardless Already. of the <laughs> I would say uh, Scorpios and Aries, most definitely, yeah. Who's most likely to be a social media influencer? That would be um, uh, Leo. Leo's is ruled oh, by the wow. sun. Leo's love shine and they love the spotlight. Mm. That would be a Libra. Libra's is all about the aesthetic and fashion. Aesthetics. <laughs> Yes, the and um, I would say a Pisces. Pisces is all about the creativity, you know, standing out, speaking about spirituality, just being different or being musical. And then lastly, I would probably say a gym. No, I would actually say Taurus. So a lot of people forget that Taurus people are very talented. They just they may not they may not be all out about it, but Taurus people, I would say definitely Taurus. Thank you. I do what I can. I do what I can. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> there are a lot of Tauruses who are famous. I would say Janet Jackson is probably one of the biggest ones. She's a Taurus. Janet, you got Kalani, Chris Brown, Lizzo. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Johnson. Who's most likely to fall in love quickly? That would be a Pisces, a Cancer, mm. and... You know, I, I want to say Leo. Hmm. I want to say Leo. Yeah. Especially if you're spoiling a Leo and giving them money and everything. Yeah. They're going to want, you know, most All definitely. Right. Okay. So who's most likely for the streets? Who's most well, likely say- for the streets? Sagittarius. Oh. <laughs> Sagittarius. <laughs> They're all oh, a Sagittarius and an Aquarius. Mm. Um, they both kind of operate on the same energy. They love freedom. They love independence. They like being open-minded, trying new things, just living life. Um, Gemini's. And I would also say Virgos. I don't know Virgos. many Virgos, like personally. I don't know many. You probably Virgos know, you just like, never ask them. They like them sneaky freaks. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Who's most likely to be all bark and no bite? I would say cancer. You know, when I think about cancer, I think, well, I ain't gonna say he he may bite because he got hitters. But I think about Fifty Cent because <laughs> he talks so much shit. Um, uh, cancers. I would say maybe Aquarius people. Gemini's and it's between Aries and Taurus. Mm, okay. Oh, 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 play. <laughs> offended by that. Hold on, play. You might got too much dip on your chip. <laughs> it's between Aries and Taurus. I feel oh, like boy, because Tauruses are loyal to a fault, sometimes mm-hmm. we can go, me personally, sometimes I can go off on a person one day and then I forgive them and move on from it 
it's hard for me to hold grudges. It depends on what it is, but it's hard for me to hold grudges for a long time. I don't hold really? grudges. I just, I'd be like, all right, cool. I <laughs> love trying to get in contact I, with me. <laughs> I think with you having a Pisces moon, it may make you more easier for you to like let it go, maybe, because you made more time to see him. And then with you having a Virgo moon, you're more like, okay, cool. I don't know. You may, you may have that revengeful behavior. Like, okay, I'm going to get back at you. <laughs> He laughed, so I guess that's a yes. So the older that people get, do you believe that their houses may shift in any manner? For instance, saying that, okay, they have a specific sign that may be in one of the houses that should reflect how they're acting in certain situations or when it comes pertaining to certain things that are going on, would that change the older they get? Or is that a situational thing or is it a, of age thing? It does change. Um, now, when it pertains to like your birth chart, which you was born as, that doesn't change. You're going to forever be right. a tour. You're going to forever right. be the sign you was born at, whatever planets you have in your house, that's going to forever stay there. But as you do get older, there's a thing called your progressed chart. So when you look up your progressed chart, how y'all may be a tourist right now, I'm not sure how old y'all are, but as you get older, I believe every 25 or 30 years, you progress into the next sign. So you may progress into being a Gemini. So y'all may be stepping into Gemini energy right now, which is more sociable, talkative, curious, wanting to learn. Um, I know I'm a Pisces, but I believe when I hit, I'm 24, when I hit about 28, 29, I'm going to enter into Aries and I'm going to tap more into my Aries energy to where I'm going to not be water, but I'm going to be more fire now because now I'm going to be more um, ambitious and more independent and aggressive. So you do change. Everything change. Um, even your Mercury. Mercury represents how you communicate. It represents how you uh, uh, think, how you process your thoughts. Um, I know I was born with a Pisces Mercury, but now I have an Aries Mercury. So you may see me be a little more, I may talk faster or I may curse you out quicker you know what i'm saying i may be more fiery when it pertains to how i speak so you do change as you get older and a lot of people forget that that's why it's very important to pay attention to your progress chart because you may feel that's another indication of where I, you may not feel like your sign anymore as well because you may not be that sign you may not be giving off that energy you may give off your next sign energy so you do change as you get older i am definitely going to put your information in the description box below so that those who are watching can book a session with you um do you do natal chart readings i feel like you do no? yes i have a site called vibe with josh okay vibe with josh.com b-i-b-e with josh.com and i do tarot readings natal charts and other things on there it's like a whole bunch of services but yes okay so I've definitely- Tap in with my guy. Yes, Tap in. please do. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have been Daisha D. And it's been Jay Stan. Join us every Friday at noon. And always remember to like, comment, and subscribe. All right.